0: Hope you guys like today's music from Motley Crew LiveWire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome. Welcome to Coffee Time with Marita Rossian CPA. Pedro, how did you like the music this morning?
1: Yes, it's good.
0: Livewire.
1: Livewire. it's amazing. Super energetic. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good music.
0: Well, I figured I could inject something new there, you know, because I, you know, we've been using some of the same music and I figured, you know, hey, today, let's just try a different music to start our day. That's good. Uh, <laughs> All right. Awesome. So welcome everyone to Coffee Time with Marie Rossi on If you are returning to the show, uh, welcome back. If you are new, uh, give us a thumbs up or a hands up in the chat so we know you're new and welcome you with open arms. Uh, for those who are listening so I, I i guess we can't we can't do that but that's okay uh, give us a like of course um go ahead and subscribe like uh the channel or the pages that you are watching us on uh, we are going live every thursday at 10 a.m eastern um so uh on li- li- uh, we're live on facebook uh linkedin and on youtube uh i am your host marie tarosian i'm a cfo an auditor a cpa and a chartered global management accountant I use my proprietary methodology, uh, Valuation MT, to help business owners who reach their first million to 10x their profits. And I also have an e-course that matches that, and you can find that on the profitlab.biz slash programs. I'm also a Grand Cardinal licensee, and I coach businesses in sales, marketing, finance, and mindset management. So you can find those plans under the profitlab.biz plans slash pricing. Um, I'm also the author of a couple of books, The Complete Guide to Business Growth and A Business owner's Guide to Operational Accounting. Those are available to you on the profitlab.biz slash shop. So Pedro, please, uh, you are my uh, featured guest every week. I, I love having you here. So morning, please uh, introduce yourself to those morning, of us who have, who have not been uh, listening to us over the past almost a year now. Uh, I know. So please-
1: by now they, they should sure know exactly, but no, no, seriously. Uh, my yeah. name is Pedro Pedro Gonzalez CPA. Uh, here in uh, South, beautiful South Florida, and uh, we help our clients in the areas of uh, cash flow management. Uh, as we have said many times, cash flow is the lifeblood of any business, regardless of size, setting, and industry. We also uh, help our clients with. Uh, income tax uh management reduction uh and uh that's again income uh taxation erodes uh uh, wealth and so the only way to build up wealth is uh, by controlling the amount of uh that we send uh, to the government unnecessarily and then (laughs) and uh exit strat (laughs) exit strategies and uh we're gonna exit they just depend on how. So now is the time. This is a great time to start looking into your businesses and how can you position your business to increase uh, the valuation of your business. We uh, we have the, the ebook on real estate investment strategies. Uh, I, I you know anybody that is looking into getting into that industry highly recommended. It. it has some good tips in there how to minimize taxes. Uh, strategies that you don't hear about uh, most of the times uh, with uh, your current CPAs.
0: That's awesome. Awesome. And I have that going uh, in the banner, but I'll read it out loud for those who are listening. You can go to pedrocpa.com slash the real estate investor guide. That's yep, Pedro. Uh, hold on. Let me read it again. <laughs> I'm waiting for the banner. Uh, Pedro cpa.com slash the real estate investor guide. Uh, and, and there you go. Uh, again, uh, just a quick recap on some of the things we've talked about in the past episode. Uh, by the way, today we are episode 46. Can you believe that? Oh, actually, 47. 47. 47. Yay! It's a commitment, Pedro. This was quite a commitment for us, you know, because we get busy, especially now. On those times where you know uh when it's uh, tax due dates and and you know you know we can get overwhelmed especially on your end doing on, on the, being more on the tax side and uh it is a commitment you know it's an hour of you know us you know putting into it so uh and then on the back end there's other production time that goes in so yeah. it is a commitment so we are here now 47 episodes so guys we've talked about uh, you know we've talked about e2 investor visa business plans required for that we've talked about financial analysis we've talked about tax planning we had we had a whole series about that uh sometime last year in i think november time frame uh we've talked about irs audits versus financial audits we've talked about uh partnership agreements uh buy sell agreements 1099s i think we talked about that a few times because this is an area that seems to be still very gray so we keep covering that area we've talked about ethical standards in tax and accounting uh recently we also talked about uh the inflation reduction act that passed literally we talked like the. Three days after, Uh, so um, and we will be talking about it again soon. So stay on the lookout on that one. It's going to be an interesting conversation coming up. Um, Last week we talked about some capital gains and we kind of mentioned a few things about messy books. So uh, we've been, we both have been working on specific projects this week that expands uh, the messy books conversation. So we couldn't help ourselves. We had to bring that information to you to help you stay out of those messy books. (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, we can get very geeky about this because we we know what's in our head and so you may not get it. But So so, uh, Pedro, I wanted to kind of start the conversation with, you know, one of the key areas that I know uh, and the IRS may look at it, too, but then from a financial audit, it really stands out is <laughs> the the health insurance general ledger account. Right. So uh, it's like it's on the profit and loss statement. And sometimes you go in there and there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that has nothing to do with health insurance. So as my guest, I'll let you go into it first and then I'll jump in.
1: Well, I don't even know where to start with that uh no no listen uh the the health insurance uh again uh, not getting into the 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 taxes and all that but strictly the the accounting it should be the insurance premium just just like uh the the, you know your general liability insurance premium and so on so that category what we call insurance expense would be strictly uh the premiums are being paid uh for the different type of insurances and it should be segregated. That's the other thing. Don't, don't lump all the, the different type of insurances into one line and right, insurance. Right. You know what I mean? So have, have the sub-accounts uh, for, you know, workers' comp, uh, general liability, if you're paying some right. kind of life insurance and so on. You know what I mean? I think right. it's going to help uh, segregate that. It's, it's good good uh, accounting practice. But it's, it's, it's to the, the premiums.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that... Uh, <laughs> I saw in some of the cleanup work that I've been doing on a, on a client is um, you know, I'm seeing special spa visits or some stuff that are Mm -hmm. seem to be, let's say similar to a gym or some kind of a subscription that has to do with personal health Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with health insurance for business purposes, guys. So um, you know, unless you are offering these, some of these special, you know, um extra reimbursements or something for the whole team <laughs> it's not a business expense it's not just for you it's personal yes and i think this is where it gets so i don't know why certain business owners do that and i don't know pedro you might you jump in please wherever you, you 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 see fit i don't know why business owners feel that there's certain things that they can just get away with it but something is eventually gonna come out like someone like me is gonna go in and they're gonna ask for help, and I'm gonna find everything,
1: yeah yeah <laughs> no, I'm going to let
0: them just put it anywhere. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it is it is uh you know I, I like creativity i I told you before I like to think uh that there's no box I get right. asked uh, many times uh the uh is this deductible you yeah, know because uh and uh and the answer is it depends. I mean, you have to look at the business connection. You know, you mentioned, for example, those uh, spa visits. Mm-hmm. Is it, the, it? Could it be a business expense? It depends. I mean, you have to look at how it, the connection is necessary and, uh, uh, and reasonable for you to claim that as a business expense. Right. Uh, so you have to kind of keep that in mind. And I like uh, you know people to think on and. and in general, how can I connect uh, those expenses that are being incurred to make sure that they're treated as business expense and not simply be uh, lost through shareholder distribution or something like that.
0: Right. Okay,
1: so, totally. but you have to be reasonable. You have to see how this exactly. is relevant to the business as you mentioned, it could be an employee benefit program that you have, for example. Exactly. Uh, is, is it being paid through a cafeteria plan, a, a section mm-hmm. 125 plan or something like that, where it's part of uh, a, an employee benefit program. Uh, it might be possible that those those could be treated, but I will not put it in under insurance. You have to be careful not to lump uh, these expenses exactly. into a category. Um uh, and you see you know you mentioned health insurance the other ones is uh, supplies i mean sometimes uh, is used as a dumpster yes for many other things you know what i mean uh, so yeah we have to be careful the like irs is aware of mm-hmm. of these uh patterns and they 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 uh, target these type of accounts uh, because they know that the people uh, are not so careful of what, what is put in those categories
0: right right absolutely Another one that I've seen uh, is, you know, going to massages. That, and, and what I see is that it's really the only, the only expense is the business owner going to massages. Now, here's the right way you might want to do it. If you have a masseuse come to the office mm-hmm. and everyone gets a massage, <laughs> you can, that's a business, that's an employee benefit, that's a business deductible expense. But you as a business owner just doing it for yourself, it's not a benefit to you know part of the business and it's part of a team so it's more of a personal expense so it's something that we really have to uh watch out you know as a business owner just keep an eye out don't just start dumping stuff there and uh you know those of you you know if you have a bookkeeper or someone helping you out in the books and they're not aware please tell them not to do that Pedro, so earlier we were talking. You mentioned this very cool story about you know a fluffy little dog. Can you <laughs> tell us that, please? Fluffy. Do you want to know.
1: <laughs> yes. No. What happened is that somebody contacted me and then said, well, you know, an, another relative uh, deducted uh, his dog on his taxes, and and so he wants to deduct Fluffy, and it's like, uh, well, it, 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 can I deduct Fluffy? Is Fluffy deductible? I said, well, it depends. And so, what? How exactly is Fluffy related to your business? Well, no, he's my pet, and he, he, when I'm up for work, he, you know, I sit down with Fluffy, and I like to play with Fluffy. Well, but you know, that's not a business expense. <laughs> what happens is that the other individual is, is a watchdogs. So it's her pit bulls so that they they hire for his junkyard, mm. and so it's, it's basically the, like an employee guard. Right. Exactly security. <laughs> So that's the difference. Those are not his uh, his pets. Uh, you know what I mean? That he's playing with them. Uh, this is specifically, he bought these uh, 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 dogs uh, to watch uh, the, the area at night. So it's a big difference. You know, is something be deductible? It depends. You you hear stories of things that, that are deductible, you know, suntan lotion and some industries. You know what I mean? And right. things like that. Right. You say, oh, okay, so then my suntan lotion, no one doesn't mean that what it means is it depends on how it's relevant to your business to your business right sure. right
0: absolutely absolutely i and and for example another another one in the dog example could be uh, if it's a um uh, 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 like a treatment dog you know the heart- therapy therapy dog that's the one yeah, yeah. So if they, if let's say the business owner is bringing a therapy dog, that's a certified therapy dog that comes to the office and everybody, let's say on the team gets a chance to spend time during therapy, Correct. It becomes an employee benefit.
1: Great. <laughs> but exactly. But see right there, you see the difference on how is it that the connection between that and the business, how, how is this, this expense relates to your business. Right, And how can I make it possible to make a deductible? Now, you buy mm-hmm. the, the, the Fluffy, and it's your personal pet, and I just go home, and, you know, it's, it's not... It's not even though, yes, it's possible that it's helping you relax. Uh, you know, this is how I wind down after a stressful... Yes, I understand. But you have to see how can I make a deductible. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's, there's ways to do it, but then, like you said, you have to find... Like, for example, like you said, the, the uh, prescribed, uh, you know, medical treatment or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, something that came to mind, uh, I know, I think one of our clients has asked before. And uh, when the business owners, like, now that they're, they make some money, they want to start buying assets under the business. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like, how is it related to the business? I want to buy a boat. I want to buy a jet ski uh how how does that actually help the business what is the connection right that's another one that that we see a lot (laughs) yes
1: yes and all of that is possible you hear stories of how you know certain people and it is possible you know what i mean the thing is that you have to make the connection and it has to be documented it has to be shown that how is it that you know i'm able to deduct my yacht as a business expense is it possible? Yeah, it's possible, but you have to just just because you bought it and bought it under the company name does not automatically makes it a business uh, asset and deduction, you know what I mean? So you have to kind of make the connection to make sure that it's used uh, you know, substantially or exclusively for the business. Because you buy the, the yacht under your personal name, uh, I'm sorry, the business name, and you're using it for personal. Well, how, how's that helping the, the exactly. revenue generation of your business? You know what i mean just because you're taking pictures of social media and say hey here, look at me uh and my new yacht yeah that's not necessarily the the, the business connection you want to make so
0: it's not a marketing expense
1: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you have to do if, if you're gonna do some marketing you know i can tell you a couple things you know if, if i uh if you buy the yacht and you're uh having uh you're inviting you know clients or prospects and you are having a meeting or or you're inviting your employees to do Business meetings or something like that. Uh, then, yet you know, you can see that then now this is this is an asset for my business.
0: Right, right, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, or let's say if you're doing a you know a quarterly employee meeting or a quarterly you know something that you're using. So now you can at least uh you know assign a percentage of use or something where you can now allocate a portion of it towards the business and and right. the rest for personal absolutely mm-hmm. similar to where we talked about this about how how they want you know certain times they want to purchase a car under the business but they're still <laughs> using for personal as well so you can't just completely do that absolutely another interesting thing i saw uh this week as i was cleaning the books um under rent rent i see mortgage payments but there's no there's no <laughs> there's no mortgage note payable or any kind of a house listed on the business or building sure. guys this is that's like such a big red flag like you you have no idea like if you have if you're paying your mortgage from your like for your house your personal house or whatever it is from your own business like it's not it's not it unless you have some other system set up, you know. So this is a question I had to send to the client. Like, Can you please clarify why you're doing it this way? Is there something? Because I need to understand if there's any other situation happening there. Um, like in certain situations where someone may have their house under some kind of another business and they rent it to themselves and that kind of stuff. So I just need to understand if it makes sense. that's right. there? A mortgage payment in there very odd very
1: odd yeah Yeah. Yeah, i have seen a uh situation where they uh want to deduct the the rent of the apartment you know what the living quarters because they happen to have a home office at that place now that again uh you have to go through a different methodology how to allocate those expenses that you can deduct home office but you don't deduct the totality of your rent and utilities and so on. You have, there's, a, there's a process that you do and there's a recommended, what we call the accountable plan uh, where you then you can have uh, the company in essence reimburse you for your personal because in reality, those are personal assets or personal property that I'm, I'm allocating some percentage of that personal space into business and the company has right. is reversing you for those expenses but it's, it's not rent
0: right right exactly so yeah these are like things that i saw that were such red flags and that i i, I sent the client about a 20 page <laughs> questions and uh, <laughs> and images of uh, you know all the details that i was seeing that you know and and so we we're going to continue working on cleanup but uh, so these are some of the stuff that i saw uh, let's see what else um oh yeah negative receivables
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> negative balance receivables
1: yeah.
0: somebody paid more than they had owed to you yeah. so yeah. The,
1: the only time that I could see a, a and it really is not it should not be left as a negative receivable yeah. is if you're uh, for some reason you're paying some sort of advance to a vendor uh, right. You know, but, you know, you're paying some kind of advance. Uh, so therefore, you know, you're paying more than what you're, you're, but still, it's not a receivable. A receivable, you know, yeah. is, is money owed to you. So <laughs> exactly. you should not have a, a a negative receivable. You should not have a, a negative payable. You know, those things, it's classified differently. So if, if for some right. reason you're paying a vendor, uh more than what you owe them it's not a negative payable you know what i mean so you have to reclassify that because again uh, you leave that and i have seen it on returns that that's the the thing is it's yes. up there it makes it to the tax return and yes. then it becomes a red flag for further question because they're gonna you know they look at this what what is this i mean a negative receivable uh um, it makes no 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 sense it's just saying you know hey look at me you know, you don't want that with the irs exactly
0: exactly and that's exactly what happened uh in this case uh as i was looking back to two years ago um that's exactly what happened a negative balance was reported yeah. on the tax return um so yeah it's it's um you know it, there was just a lot i mean this is just a few that i've picked to discuss today but i mean i'm telling you this was like every it was uh, about 350 accounts that we had to look through. And I really want to push the idea here that I mean, when business owners are coming up things on their own and, You know, and they're creating all these accounts. And you know, maybe sometimes because they want to create the details, which is fine. But then managing all these detailed stuff with a someone on the team that doesn't understand what they're doing. Yeah. Now someone like me has to come in and spend, you know, God knows how many hours go into details and then send question after question questions to like why things are wrong. And if someone like me is in there, I'm gonna go and find stuff going back to like 10 years ago (laughs) because I'm gonna find the problems. Um, And then it's like a a really big, big, big issue. So uh, think about what you're doing with your books. The books are the the basic bookkeeping is what's really important for you to, to do your tax returns. Like make sure someone knowledgeable is working on those things. Uh, Don't hire just random person. And please, some of you just hire, you know, family members out of, you know, necessity. Okay, it's good when you're still just starting out, maybe. But you got to hire someone, a professional that's overseeing or correcting on a quarterly basis. You can't stress this enough to help make sure that as you're growing your business and now you are a twenty three million dollar company okay you don't have chaos in your hands <laughs>
1: correct listen
0: uh, exactly,
1: and that's a very good example marie i mean if you, if you want to hire you know a family member but do it correctly you know what i mean like for example they should hire you to supervise that person at least for a period of time until that person in essence can be released uh to do the bookkeeping you know what i mean uh but the thing is, uh, you know, uh, hiring my uncle because he's in need. Uh, so let me put him in something so critical right. of the business. It's like, right. again, uh, I know you and I have talked about this. It's like, you know, will you trust uh, your uncle with your uh, heart surgery? I mean, you you wouldn't. You know what I, mean? How, you know what I mean, you would never, you know, if I were to tell you, you would say, yeah, are you crazy? Yeah, of course not. So why would you trust uh, somebody with your finances? Because that's exactly. what is happening. You know what I mean, you're trusting this individual, he's your uncle. Fine, but then maybe hire Marie to at least uh, supervise Uncle for I don't know. Give him a target, three months, six months, and then that person now understands you know uh, how to properly do it. At least some of the major uh, day-to-day transactions, and Marie can right. do the quarterly reviews. And and then you know it becomes that to me is 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 the prudent way to do it. You know, what I mean, I have I I'm helping my uncle, I'm giving him a proper training. He has right. somebody that, that provides some supervision. If my uncle gets into a, a little bind, that he doesn't know. He knows how he can call Marie. Hey, Marie, right. I, I I don't know how to post this uh, or whatever. And that, to me, is an efficient way on how to, one, yes, my, my probably I'm, I'm minimizing Marie's time and, and her fees. I'm helping my, my uncle. But Marie is also receiving qualified, uh, quality uh, uh, bookkeeping for her to do her work.
0: Right, exactly. I mean, and this is this is really I, I, the whole show is really to help uh, the business owners out there. This is exactly re- the reason we're bringing out all our experiences out here. Mm-hmm. These are like our war stories. We, Pedro and I call these our war stories because this is what we're doing on a day to day. Like we find mm-hmm. these problems and issues and we're bringing it to you because we want you to learn and pay attention. Notice these issues that are happening to others. Yeah. And avoid them, avoid the mistakes that are others going through. That's why we, we cover these things. So uh, let me see. I had a few notes here just to make sure that we cover everything. Oh, another big thing that I saw was constant entry, like journal entries being entered for everything. So if, for example, whether you're using QuickBooks or you're using some other kind of a software tool for your financial you know, recordings, Use the tool for, <laughs> with all its uh, abilities. Yeah. Uh, avoid using journal entries unless it's an adjustment and let your accountant a knowledgeable person do that. Because journal entries get posted in the wrong accounts and create more chaos than actual help if it's done incorrectly. Um, and one of the sad things is that not one journal entry had an attachment or a proof of what it was about. So if I'm the auditor, in this case, I'm like, not the auditor. I'm just helping them out to clean their books. But I'm kind of using my auditor hat to find the problems. Um, You know, imagine an IRS auditor is going to come in and be like, "Uh, what is this? Why did you record this? Why did you get? You have no support in, in, in your software for that specific transaction you recorded and no explanation. I'm like, I don't know. Why did you record it this amount and not some other amount? Where is the work? Where's the schedule? Where's the spreadsheet? Nothing. It was like uh, avoid journal entries unless you really yeah. need to do it. Yeah.
1: And like the name says, adjustment. Uh, it should be that. I mean, and it should not be that many. I mean, the adjustment, yes. uh, adjusting entries are. It has a specific purpose, and that is usually reserved for for us. You know, the accountant, the CPAs. We we you already did the bookkeeping. And I'm making an adjustment. either be a tax adjustment or be a, a, a financial adjustment, mm-hmm. but it should be you know some. Uh, it has a specific purpose, you know. You know something like a depreciation adjustment. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, you you don't uh, your client is not doing the the monthly bookkeeping that uh, depreciation, and you Marie come in at the end of the year or the quarterly basis and you're booking a depreciation adjustment. Right. Right. And it's very clear you have a depreciation schedule to support that adjustment, right. and, and that that that's the, the the extent of that adjustment. But the one that that should not be happening, for example, is adjust uh, cash.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know yes. what I mean.
1: Yes. And I've seen it many times. Yeah. And you know when the and you know you look at the general ledger, and all of a sudden either be a debit or credit adjust like to cash. Okay, so what 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 happened? Is is the credit. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. should be asking yourself, or you know. And you as a business owner you shouldn't you don't want that to be happening adjustment 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 because it, it, it lacks the 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 whole purpose of accounting is that my transactions are being accounted for instead you know this individual did some debits and credits and there's no backup and yeah. that's not bookkeeping you know so.
0: yeah absolutely absolutely uh i mean we can go on forever and ever i mean yeah. there's still more i'm sure i can do another yeah. session yeah. next week with the additional stuff mm-hmm that i found (laughs) i mean this is this is really guys this is for helping you out make sure like, you really avoid these problems and issues that come up constantly that we see uh we really want to help you out here uh freder any thoughts i mean we are already at the 30 minute mark so i just want to make sure if there's any other things that's on your mind any story you want to tell us
1: well no well uh very quickly one is the 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 Accounting, you know, we have said it many times, the foundation with many uh, aspects of our business. So do not uh, do not take it lightly. I think you should uh, take it seriously as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. You know what I mean? To, you should invest in that area to make sure that all my expenses are being accounted because it has an impact on my taxes. In other aspects that we can, we have discussed uh, business loans, uh, you know, projections. You name it. Uh, it has an impact. So take it, take it seriously. And uh, one last thought uh, uh, we were discussing earlier today mm-hmm. is that uh, the IRS yesterday announced uh, they're going to be forgiving uh, the penalties uh, for, for late filing. So just keep that in mind. It's only for 19 and 20, uh, if you have not filed for 19 and 20, you have to file it by September 30 of this year. If mm-hmm. you want to qualify or at least be included into that uh, forgiveness, uh, if you file after, obviously, uh, they, they're not going to uh, grant you the forgiveness. So you have to hurry up if you, for some reason, have not filed yet, 19 and 20. You have to do it by September 30. Again, it's for late filing. It will not uh, uh, include a, a late payment or underpayment of taxes. So, But still, you know, it could be a, a relief for some people that were affected by COVID. And, right. and so a lot of this has to do with even the IRS itself. I mean, you did file, but somehow it got lost in the process. Uh, it has not been, it's amazing even as of today, there's still returns that have not been processed. Uh, and wow. so because of that, they issued a late filing and then it's like becomes a battle. So this is a, a response uh, to a lot of the criti- critis- criticism uh, to, towards the IRS.
0: Sounds good. This is this was great. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I mean, this was a lot of information. I know we covered a lot of stuff, so please make sure to come back to see us yes. next week. But I, I always leave the show uh, with a quote of motivational speaker Jim Rohn. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I hope we are two of the five people you are spending your time with to learn and grow your business. Until the next episode, have a wonderful and blessed rest of your week. Wonderful.
1: Take care. There you go.